If people are the heart of your company, your software stack is the backbone. Yet too often, companies find their people working to fit its software when it really should be the other way around. This is Implementality, the show all about how to maximize every part of your Zoho system. From top implementation strategies and tactics to turning band-aid fixes into long-term solutions, we'll give you the knowledge to create next-level efficiency, production, and growth in your company. Welcome back to another episode of Implementality. Uh, In today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of data governance and how it can make or break your software stack. So while data transparency in your organization is really important, it can also lead to data corruption and consistency and a really extreme loss of efficiency, really. So how do you handle data governance? In this episode, we're going to dive into the best ways to manage availability, usability, integrity, and security of data in an enterprise company and within an enterprise system. So, you know, what exactly is data governance? Well, data governance is really just a system of defining who within an organization has authority and control over data assets and how those data assets are used across the organization. And it encompasses the people, the processes, the technologies, and everything in between required to basically manage and protect data. Now, it kind of sounds like a mouthful there, I know. But really, we just want to look at how do you protect the integrity of your data, your customer's data within your company, and leverage the protection of that integrity to have efficiency across your company when dealing with data. So first, Let's just dive into what are the problems that arise when you have full data transparency across your organization. Now, usually it sounds nice, right? Data transparency, everybody should be able to see everything, but it actually causes a lot of issues. So what are some of those issues? Uh, One is the increased possibility of data corruption. You know, when you have a lot of people accessing data, especially some people who are accessing data that they may not know the importance of or that it matters. Uh, there, there could be data corruption, uh, you know, incidentally. Um, there's also high levels of data inconsistency. When you have different people accessing the same data and, and those people have maybe different goals, they might be manipulating the data in a way that, that uh, creates inconsistency across your organization. In the same vein, you'll have increased incidents of data overwriting, right? So you might have issues with uh, recency or, or data being updated or old data overwriting new data because just you have too many people, too many hands in the cookie jar, right? You have a loss of efficiency due to an overwhelming amount of data. So when you're seeing a lot of data that you actually don't need or don't need to have access to, a lot of times you spend time combing through data and actually trying to find what you really need. So that's the loss of efficiency piece. You can have data misinterpretation due to other departments not understanding your processes, timelines, or objectives. And again, too many hands in the cookie jar, right? And ultimately, the hardest aspect of data governance is just managing this human layer, right? Employees have to buy into rules and structures that you put in place. So what is the solution? Well, first, departments and personnel should really only have access to the data that they need. So initially, this should really be mapped. You should look at your organizational hierarchy, Uh, Look at what data each department and each person in that department might need to access and map that out so that you have a clean understanding of who needs to access what data. And if you already are an organization that, say, has data transparency across the organization and you want to go back, it's never too late. Just retroactively remap your data access 
and then start to implement that department by department. So how do you go into your software and really do it? Well, the first way and probably the easiest way, especially within Zoho, is to leverage roles and profiles within Zoho. So what are roles and profiles? Essentially, they're a way to grant permissions to either specific departments or even specific individuals, allowing them to access and manipulate certain aspects of data and protecting other aspects of data. So a person in, say, a marketing department might need to have, say, edit access to certain data fields, view access to others, and really just not see certain other data fields. So by leveraging roles and profiles in Zoho, you can really protect your data and add transparency where transparency is needed. So leveraging profiles and roles not only helps your organization internally, but it actually protects your data externally as it helps protect customer privacy and ensures your organization upholds compliance obligations. So what else can you do within Zoho's ecosystem that will really help with data governance? Another really useful tool is leveraging territory management. And territory management follows a similar vein of roles and profiles. However, what it does is it leverages, it leverages geography. So if you have, say, a sales team that's distributed across the United States, you can leverage territory management to have, say, your West Coast rep only see and access inbound information from uh, West Coast leads and West Coast contacts, right? And your, your rep on the East Coast will also, in turn, see only information coming in from potentials from leads, potential customers, contacts on the East Coast. So by leveraging territory management, you have the system automatically assign data access dependent on the geography of uh, the person or the lead coming into your system. And really addresses all those problems that we made that we mentioned initially as far as protecting your data, keeping the integrity, and increasing efficiency in your system. So let's say you're buying into this, you know, okay, we need data governance, we need to reduce some data transparency. What are the mistakes that you can avoid as you actually start to implement this? So over time, data governance can have a tendency to go down due to requests. If you're an admin of the system, you're going to get requests from different employees or different departments that say, oh, I need this data. I need to access this data. It may, in fact, only be a, a single time that that person needs to access the data. So certainly you can change that access, but you need to make sure that you go back and regularly recheck the permissions and roles so that departments and individuals are really only accessing and seeing the data that they need. In the first episode of Implementality, we talked about how one of the things that can tend to happen in a system is that the admin regularly gets pinged for different requests and ends up having uh, and ends up putting band-aid fixes on a lot of things rather than following uh, a predefined process. And this really goes back to that. While a request might come in, you need to make sure you go back and reevaluate your process on a regular basis to make sure that you're not doing these band-aid fixes and that you are following your data protection processes and data governance process that you have in place. Data integrity should also be regularly monitored and in the event of corruption or inconsistency, with regular monitoring, you can easily trace the source and fix it. The value of a company's data is really limited by the ability of its people to trust and understand it. So if the results aren't consistent, people tend to stop trusting data and they default to solving problems without it. So to prevent this, businesses really need to put data governance guidelines in place as they grow to make sure that there's consistency in what people are referencing. So again, it's just going back to that people aspect of data governance. So what are the big benefits of data governance now? We've talked about how to fix it. We've talked about what the problems are. But let's say you have the system in place and you're really starting down this path and maybe uh, individuals in your organization are asking, well, 
what are we going to gain by going through this procedure and setting up this process? First, you'll have better decision-making due to consistent data across the entire organization. You'll have increased efficiency by following an established process, and individuals in your organization will be more efficient because they won't have to comb through data that's not necessary or that's not relevant to them. And you'll have confidence in data quality and documentation because you know only the right people have touched the data. When applying an agile development mindset to data governance, start small with a minimum viable deployment and then iterate and grow from there. This can yield greater long-term benefits and bring the rest of the organization on the journey with you. I hope this helps. I hope this gives you a blueprint of where you really need to go with your data to start gaining efficiency across your organization and especially within your current Zoho implementation. We'll be back soon with another episode of Implementality.